And welcome back to the program, everyone. We are here with Mr. Dan White, who is the Northwest Territory Manager for Washelly, located at Abbey View Memorial Park in Briar. And Dan, welcome to the program. Thanks, Suzanne. Glad to be here. Well, I'm glad you're here. And we have a very important uh, topic to talk about today, and that is obviously about celebrations. Because we all think about, you know, when I pass away, um, you know, it doesn't really matter, but it really does matter, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And in fact, it matters a lot to those who come to celebrate, those that come to celebrate someone whom they've lost. Uh, you know, we don't typically see a lot of the traditional funerals anymore like we used to at one time. And with cremation uh, currently at an all-time high, at about 75% here in the Northwest, we uh, take a look at at having the flexibility to be able to schedule uh, different lifetime celebrations. So what I wanted to share with you today was just some of those unique ways that we encourage people to celebrate a life well-lived. What a great idea. Because obviously, <clears throat> you know, I know, I remember when my father was still alive, he said, you know, I don't want anything special done when I die. And of course, I'm sure that that's really common for, especially men, because they don't like to be necessarily. But it is a big deal, isn't it? It's a big deal for your loved ones. Yes, it is. It's a very big deal. So in, in talking about that, you know, people go through and they'll, they'll have a meeting with the funeral director and uh, talk about the cremation and talk about the, the service. Uh, some different ways that we encourage people to do, we always encourage them to bring personal items of the person, of their loved one, things of their hobbies that they had. I know you shared a story with me earlier. If you want to go ahead and uh-huh. use that, oh, let's start with that one. Oh, you mean about my mother's, my mother's service? Well, yes. Is that the one? And the one with the hats. Also. Oh, I love yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I went to a funeral not too long ago where... Uh, the loved one that passed, he was an avid baseball cap collector, and he probably had 150 baseball caps hanging around in circle in his garage that he'd, you know, put up on a nail. And when he passed away, the family actually brought them all to the um, the service as celebration and um, passed them all out. And then when they had the song, uh, a song, they asked everybody to put the baseball cap on, and of course. The neat thing was is they all had a memento when they left because they were allowed to keep the hats, and that was kind of a cool thing. Well, that's kind of cool because that's important because those baseball hats keep his memory alive. And so whenever they – I'm sure whenever those people put that hat on, they think about him. Absolutely. That's really what we're looking for. And obviously there's a lot of memories about, you know, things that – he gathered, you know, where did he get that hat, you know, if it was a Seahawks hat or a Mariner's hat. And the fact that the friends, you know, the closest friends to that individual, they probably shared some of those memories, which made it even more special. So that's very cool. So some of the other things that we've had, we've actually had a Harley motorcycle present during the service in one of our chapels. And then from there, that particular individual was cremated, uh, had a motorcycle that he built himself. And one of his riding buddies actually placed his urn on the front part of the motorcycle and drove it out to Abbey View Memorial Park. And we probably had close to 50 motorcycles in procession that came out there for that. 
which was very cool. I and have it, goosebumps yeah. over that. That is incredible. Yeah, that was neat. And his wife, uh, you know, she had the opportunity and the strength to go ahead to sing a song uh, during the placement. So that was pretty wow. amazing and very heartfelt. So absolutely, absolutely. And so incredibly honoring of the person. Yes. Um, obviously, they were an avid motorcycle, um, you know, yes. enthusiast. In, and so, in fact, uh, he has, uh, he was a young man mm-hmm. uh, in his 40s. Uh, and was well looked to by the other people that were in the riding club kind of as a mentor. Mm -hmm. And to this day, we still have people who come out to the cemetery and ask where he's placed because they weren't able to make it to the the ceremony. Oh, my gosh. They go up and they'll sit and spend some time uh, just reflecting. That is awesome. That is awesome. So – Tell us a little bit about how – I know you say you bring special items. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But tell it, how, well, you know, how do you counsel families to you know, pull out something unique? Well, just simply by asking about hobbies perhaps that they were involved with. I mean we've done some things as far as that make it uh, different, like an unusual guest book. We've had people who were – uh, great Seahawks fans mm-hmm. actually have a Seahawks jersey, and all the guests that came would sign onto the jersey. Oh, so now the family nice. was able to take that. We've had another one who was an avid boater, fisherman, and we've taken one of those huge buoys and blow it up, and that was signed as far as the guest. Oh, book. wow. Very and so cool. there's lots of different things that you can do that way. So we just encourage and we try to to really emphasize if you can do something that has a memento or increases the the, the person's memory, mm-hmm. then do that. So when we set up the room, we'll encourage people to bring artifacts or, or things uh, that others would appreciate that knew the person who, is, who has recently passed. Uh, examples of that, we have an artist who made things out of driftwood. And wow. we probably had eight or ten tables up around, and they had their own art and their driftwood pieces. We've had others where they've been an artist, and we had several of the artist pieces that were there. We've also done some things where we've taken a uh, a little refrigerator magnet. A couple of them that come to come to mind are we took and took a, a painting and scaled it down to the size of that little magnet, and the people could take that home. Oh my goodness! Had others that was he was a very avid poker player was one of his one of his uh, great pastimes and hobbies so we took a royal flush on there and the family put all in so I that was something that. to do. so very very that. good ways to do that and keep him in your hearts forever so we are talking to mr dan white he is the northwest territory manager of washelli located at Abbey View Memorial Park in Briar. And of course, for those of you that are not familiar with Briar, that is kind of in a little keyhole area between Lake Forest Park and Kenmore and Linwood and um, Bothell. Bothell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So you're really, um, I, what, what I, the other thing that I know, because I got a chance to meet you guys, is you have a wonderful place in Bothell when you're talking about celebrations. Um, you have a special building or, you know, facility in downtown Bothell that does those kinds of celebrations. Yes, that's, that's Would you correct. tell me a little bit about, um, 
you're, you're that location. Sure. That location actually is the original Bothell Funeral Home. It's been there for over 100 years. Evergreen Washelli uh, did purchase it back in 1999. Mm-hmm. But the name is Lifetime Celebration. So it I really like speaks to what we're trying to do uh, because we really want to celebrate uh, a life well lived. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really the purpose of that. So we do have a room there and we can stage it for people who want to eat and have a reception, have a nice memorial service, uh, all kinds of different ways to do that. So we encourage people to stop by and take a look at the facility and talk with us. Well, and uh, it's even pre planned. It's really yeah. nice because it's easy. Um, Access off of 405, very convenient for people to get to, plenty of parking. Um, So, you know, and it's very, very, um, it's a great location. And, of course, not too far from Abbey View. No. Um, What is it, like about 15 minutes? That's it. Yeah. That's about it. So it's great, obviously, to have a procession or something thereafter. So, Dan, tell me about, um, you know, obviously you probably – uh, deal with a lot of families at need, but what about pre need how do you how do you counsel families that are are you know individuals maybe a a couple that are pre planning how mm-hmm. do you do that to um, assure that their lives are going to be remembered well it, that's a very good question and um, thank you for asking that Suzanne uh, What we do is we have what 's called a personal planning guide. Mm-hmm. So when we sit and we meet with uh, uh, an individual or we do meet with a couple, this this guide has a lot of questions in it and it mm-hmm. has a lot of pages that really act like a roadmap for whomever would be coming to visit our funeral home or another funeral home mm-hmm. uh, so that it will speak for the couple or the person when they're no longer able to. So there are specific pages that will address what would you like to have as far as your service? Kind of like I kind of share with people, it's kind of like when you get married, you pick out the venue. Sure. But then you have all those other decisions to make. You have so to decide what details. people are going to wear, what songs are going to be played, the dancing, the catering, et cetera. Well, you can do the same thing for a celebration of life as well and make it very special so that it's very memorable for the the people that have been left behind that is so important and you know truly with with a when you're planning your you know your own celebration you know when it's time obviously you're planning that celebration because of your loved ones and so getting their feedback back too i think is is important is how do you remember me what are the things that you remember most about me yes that would be something obviously to have a conversation with with you know your parents or with you know with your children yes and even with your your significant other or your spouse because it it's hard to believe i mean you know i heard somebody say that uh uh we all know that we're going to die at one time. Correct. But at the same time, we don't believe it. <laughs> Very okay. true. So <clears throat> it's good to have those talks of a lifetime with your 
with the important people in your life so that mm -hmm. at least they know so that they can right. truly honor your wishes the right way and understanding that they may not always be aligned you know you may be doing as a married couple in my case we're doing two separate things and that's okay we've just that's that. okay <laughs> that absolutely is okay. yeah so dan how do we reach you well, you can reach me at our main office in uh, at Abbey View Memorial Park at 425-483-0555, or you can certainly uh, email me as well, or just check out our Facebook page. And this is really an important issue that every single person should be looking into in their future. So thank you for so much for being here, Dan. Thank you, Suzanne. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families, too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.